Okay, so this is a disgusting uh, topic here, but, you know, it's the moral report. I got to cover it. Um, apparently, in a Dominic, uh, Dominican Republic, there is a lot of child trafficking going on. Um, these Western tourists are going there and uh, basically prostituting these young girls and boys. And this article comes from the sun.co.uk. All right. That's the link there. So you can read the whole entire um, article. It says uh, pedo Island. Okay. Pedophilia Island. Children are being delivered to Western sex beasts on pedo paradise Island by sick taxi drivers. Okay, they did an investigation. Uh, the article says teenagers are being delivered to the hotel rooms of perverted Western tourists in a place dubbed a pedophile island. That's what the Sun Online can reveal. It says elderly and middle-aged predators are indulging in Viagra-fueled um, um, holidays in the Dominican Republic where children are being served up as predators. Uh, they show pictures of a old man groping this um, girl. They say young woman. I don't know how old she is. She looks kind of young. Um, and another one, there's other pictures um, that, you know, they block the faces out in the pictures. So um, this, this is no um, new thing. It's no secret to me. It may be a secret to a lot of people with Jeffrey Epstein's um, the revelation of Jeffrey Epstein and his uh, pedophilia ring. Uh, a lot of people are now woke and aware of what's going on down in these islands. Um, but this has been going on for really centuries. Centuries. I wanted to say decades, but really centuries. Um, you would get, uh, you know, wealthy men from the U.S., from uh, Britain. They'll go down to poor countries, you know, Latin countries, uh, and just exploit these uh, children. Some of them are pimps. Um, some of these men that go down there and do this, they, they pimp them out. Uh, there was even talk about that at the border, at the Mexican border. And um, that's one of the things that's being overlooked with the wall, the wall, the wall. Some of the um, people that are trying to cross over, I know that that's a controversial topic because everyone has their own opinion, but some of the people that are trying to cross over into the U.S., they're not just coming into the U.S. just because they want to find jobs or because they want to escape Mexico, you know, uh, or El Salvador, wherever they're coming from. Um, some of the people that are trying to sneak into the country are actually running from, um, 
you know, let's just be honest. Some of them are, are trying to escape slavery, sex slavery, sex trafficking. Some of them are sex slaves and they're trying to escape their life. And um, I understand where the Republicans are coming from when they're like, build that wall, damn it. You know, I, I get the point of that. You don't want people here because this is your home, sweet home, and you want to protect America. But there is this part of it that um, you may not be aware of. So anyway, I didn't mean to get political. I want to get back to the article. Um, it says, during our week-long investigation, again, this is coming from the sun.co. It says, during our week-long investigation in the sleazy beach resort, I guess this is called Soso, um, we saw numerous children being sold for sex and a taxi driver even offered to deliver an underage girl to our reporter's bedroom. Now, if that doesn't make you sick, that doesn't make you sick to your fucking stomach. Excuse my language. This is this is the shit right here. This is the shit right here that pisses me off about CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all the mainstream media outlets. They don't talk about this shit. They'll talk Trump, they'll talk Bernie, Biden, everything else, coronavirus even, but they won't talk about this kind of stuff. Why is it that I have to go looking through the news to find this kind of uh, information, this kind of report? This should be, stuff like this should be at the top of the list, not at the bottom of the news. You know why? Because probably, well, it's about to say something. Um, let me move on from that. Let's get back to the article. It says most of the, uh, excuse me. It says most of the uh, 179,000, uh, excuse me, 179,000 British tourists who visit the Caribbean island every year will know little of the dark side to the Dominican Republic. But the disturbing scenes we uh, we witnessed included an overweight tourist in his seventies groping a terrified teenager who do who did not look a day older than fifteen years old. Man in his seventies groping a fifteen year old girl. Should make you want to vomit, man. They, they exploit these poor people. A lot of times um, they say they want to go down there to help or spend money or help the economy out. And they're really going down there to um, exploit these poor, these poor countries. And um, this is what they do. They go down there. They know they can't do it in their country. They can't do it in the United States. They can, but it's a lot riskier. So they go down there and they have the fun. And if you look at the pictures, they're out in the open. 
you know, I, you know, it's disturbing, but you can see that one guy's walking with this young girl on the, on, on the beach. He's old as hell. And he's got this young girl that he's walking with on the beach. And you can tell like, he's just not fearing anything because they do it so often down there. And, and no, you know, it's just something that happens. And who's going to say anything to him down there? You know, that's the other thing. Um, it says the girl looked, getting back to this 15-year-old girl that this man was fondling, it says the girl looked deeply uncomfortable as the man with a German accent fondled her private parts in full view of other tourists at around 11.30 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. In full view of other tourists around 11.30 p.m. at night. Yeah. Says another school age girl who could have been 15 or 16 was spotted offering up her body for sale in a bar package full of sweaty and sunburnt Western men. It says um, we saw teenagers wearing braces. Um, teenagers wearing braces being propositioned on nightclub dance floors. A young girl being taken um, back to the room of a much older man and children sitting behind bars in a sleazy hotel that locals claimed was a brothel. We also witnessed a teenage boy being taken to a nightclub by a male tourist. Now. Where is this news coverage? Good job by the sun dot co, by the way. Thank you for doing this report. It's um it's good to see that there are some journalists out there still. Oh man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um it says Let's get back to the article. It says, shockingly, in the sun-drenched Dominican Republic, while traveling across town, a taxi driver offered to bring an underage girl to the hotel room. Um, The man said he was 70 years old, but was uh, regularly having sex with two teenage neighbors. He said of the girl he would deliver she is beautiful with brown skin, but she is very poor and she needs the money. Um, and it says here in quote, I don't know how much you should pay her, whatever feels right to you. I can bring her right here to your hotel. I love English tourists because they are so friendly and genuine, um, generous, unquote. So at 17 years old, the girl he was uh, he was offering was under the age of consent, which is 18 in the Dominican Republic, uh, which borders Haiti. Yeah. And they again, they're showing more. I mean, this is. Mm. See, you know, the disturbing thing about this is. um, They're only scratching the surface, right? See, the thing about these pervs 
they don't stop at 17 years old, 16 years old, 15. They, they take that damn thing all the way to uh, 12, 11. It doesn't stop. Because I, I know how some people think, right? Some people say, well, she's 17. It's not, you know, not that bad. But when you think about the mindset of these pervs, there's no end. There's no stop to that. You think that just because he had one 17-year-old, he probably didn't do something with a 12-year-old at some point? Guarantee you he has. It says uh, children are viewed as commodities. Child protection expert and former police detective Mark Williams Thomas told the son, that's what he told the son. He says, uh, quote, children are viewed as commodities in third world countries and Western men will travel to these places to exploit them because money buys people, whether it be a baby or a child up to 17 years old. Jeffrey Epstein abused his uh, position to exploit young girls, just like these men are doing in, I hope I'm saying the name right, uh, Sosa, Sosa, I think it's Sosa. Um, They are the poor man's Jeffrey Epstein. But this is not prostitution, quote, this is what he's saying, but this is not prostitution, it is child abuse. And adults will go to these places with the specific intention of abusing young children. Yeah, it says, uh, I did a program in Cambodia some years ago. And what you have found in the Dominican Republic is, is exactly the same with young people being pushed into the vice trade by adults. Sadly, Many of these girls are already on the streets or they are living in abject poverty and they are vulnerable and exploited. Some of these girls drift into drug um, drug taking and their lives are completely destroyed, says uh, the men face little risk of prosecution because if the authorities do anything, they will buy their way out either with the police or their families themselves. Taking advantage of the poor. This is what I'm talking about. You come from United States. You you made, uh, let's say you made a mil, million dollars. You don't even have to have that. A few hundred thousand. You go down to a place like that. You can exploit like crazy. It says, um, quote, if you are a sex offender in the UK, you should not be allowed to travel abroad, but you can. So you are free to go wherever you like and continue to commit offenses. Now, it sounds like in this article, a lot of these offenders are coming from the UK. I haven't um, heard much about the US, but I know that that's happening. Um, I know I know damn well because I know people that live down in those areas and they tell me that you know people from the united states go down there and do the same shit so it's not just the uk but you get the point um it says prostitution is legal 
for adults in the, in the Dominican Republic, yet one in every four girls selling themselves on the island is under the age of 18, according to experts. And that's what I was wondering. Um, is prostitution legal down there? But um, what this article is saying that um, a lot of the girls are underage. And again, where does it where does it stop at? Because I know somebody would be a smart ass and say, well, shit, you're trying to get paid, so let them do what they do. I don't, there's no way in hell. It says in the article that one of the girls looked like she wasn't even um, a day older than 15. So you know damn well it's not just uh, 18-year-olds. You know. Uh, so this is, again, This this is one of those... One of those things that it's a it's a what you would call an open secret. It's a secret, but it's not a secret because a lot of people know about it. Uh, a lot of people just turn their heads and pretend like they don't know. Um, so you know, not to not to just continue to beat a dead horse here, but this is my this may be one of the most disturbing things that I've ever. Uh, read in my years of uh, doing this podcast. Now, the reason why I say that is because you, if you, if you were to go to the website sun.co.uk and you were to actually see some of the pictures, you can see how open they are with it. That's why they call it pedophilia uh, paradise. They're so open with it. They're just walking around and not even trying to hide. Now, use your brain for a moment. Think. If that's what they do in public, what do they do in private with these girls? I know that's disgusting, right? Without being vulgar, right? But just think. There's no telling. If they're perverted enough, if a dude is perverted enough, to, if he's in his 70s and he's dealing with a 15-year-old girl who hasn't even developed a mind for her own yet, a mind of her own yet, she hasn't even experienced life yet to know what she wants to do in life, whether she wants to even live that life, whether she'd rather be a prostitute or or do whatever it takes to 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 um you know to make it on a day to day another way besides prostitution but if he's perverted enough to do that what the hell does he do behind closed doors cuz these people have some sick fetishes they do there's some real weirdos out here in this world there's no telling. Um, I remember, not to get too detailed, uh, David Icke was, <laughs> David Icke, the conspiracy theorist, claimed that, and I'm not going to say no names, but he claimed that a certain politician um, had a sex slave, and this was many years ago, and David Icke claimed that the woman claimed that the politician 
it was a big name politician, forced the woman's daughter, the sex slave, her daughter to sleep with a dog. Like, there's some weirdos out here. You understand me? So it goes, it's worse than just that they're sleeping with these girls. They do worse shit than that. Okay, so we have some more good old boy white supremacist uh, groups that are back in the news again. Um, this is from The Root. It says, white supremacist group arrested for murder plot found to have more targets in mind than previously known. Um... Save your race, join the base. That was the quote from these men. It says, um, these are the words printed on a recruiting flyer for the base of a white supremacist group of which three members were arrested earlier this year in connection to a plot to kill a Bartow uh, County couple. It says, uh, overthrow the government and start a race war, according to a report by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Now, a new report says that the couple from Bartow County were not the only targets. The AJC reported on Friday that uh, these three men had more targets in mind, including local journalists. Uh, It says, Assistant District Attorney... Emily Johnson identified one of the men of Silver uh, Silver Creek, Georgia, as the ringleader. Uh, His name was, uh, what was his name? Hold on one second. Uh, His name was Luke Austin Lane, okay, of Silver Creek, Georgia. It says, as the ringleader and recruiter of the neo-Nazi organization in Floyd County, And she says that it was on his cell phone that she found evidence of additional targets, targets, excuse me, which not only included journalists, but also a fellow member of the group. Um, It says. And Lane's own father, so I guess he was targeting his own father also. That's crazy. Uh, She said. She also found instructions from, excuse me, instructions for making explosives and untraceable weapons on the 21-year-old's phone. This group does nothing, quote, this group does nothing but promote terrorism, end quote. That's what Johnson said. Um, Those are the type of people who need to remain in custody. Now, the reason why I brought this up is um, I have to do this every once in a while because I always get backlash from people, emails, mostly. I get a lot of the 
I normally don't get it on the comment board. Back in the day, I used to get comment board hate, whether it be YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever, whatever, whatever, whatever. But now it's more uh, email. Every once in a blue moon, I look at my email and I get some person who's pissed about something that I may have talked about years ago. And they may have just discovered the audio and now they're pissed off and I get accused of being a race beater. But I bring these things out because I know something most of you don't know. There are a lot of people down south, not just down south, but I say down south a lot, um, that really have an obsession with overthrowing the government. When I mean overthrowing, I don't mean like changing the government for the people, like making it better. No, I mean like race war. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that and it's very much kept in the dark. So what happens is when I bring it out, sometimes people think that I'm just trying to start shit. Like I'm trying to start trouble. Um, like, why are you speaking on this? Why are you, you, you you're trying to create a, a hostile environment. You're, you're trying to create a situation. I'm not. See, I was in one of the most racist states when I went in the military. I was in Idaho. KKK was very active out there. So I understand. I I got up close and personal. I just put it to you like that, right? Without going into detail. I got up close and personal, and I got to see things that a lot of black people who live in um, maybe the city, probably wouldn't see. See, it's one thing to look at it from a distance. It's another thing to be around it and experience it and see exactly um, how they move, how they operate. But you get to hear how they think. You hear them talking and, and you... There is definitely this idea that in, at least in the mindset of these white supremacists and um, these white nationalists, that the government is trying to destroy the white race and that they have to take their country back. That's why when Obama was in office, you were hearing them say that, and that went over a lot of people's heads. Like, what do they mean, take their country back? That's what they meant. The demographics in America are changing. I've even heard, um, what's this guy, Pat Buchanan, he went on Fox News talking about the demographics and he was saying how black people need to be more white. Black people need to act more white. And he was complaining about the demographics and how white people in the future will be the minority. And he was saying it like it was the worst thing ever that could happen. Um, so there's this fear, um, this fear that black and brown are going to run the country, take over the country. And that, um, I don't know, I guess they believe that 
I, I, I don't know what, what I don't know what they think is going to happen to them. But um, they they have they definitely fear that. You know. So here comes the Lord and Savior. Donald Trump. Who promised to build the wall and build it tall and that Mexico was going to pay for it. They fell for that hook, line, and sinker. And thanks to Alex Jones, he got all the conspiracy theorists all riled up. And they believed it. Right? Now, all of that is just precursor. You're just scratching the surface with that. Because it really comes down to what they really want, which is a race war. Why do they want a race war? They want a race war to keep the country white. That's why you was every once in a while at a Trump rally during his campaign, you would hear people scream white power because they felt like his policies were whether or not he claimed to be a white supremacist or not or a white nationalist or whatever. They felt like his policies were in line with white supremacy, white nationalism. That's why the Ku Klux Klan funded him. So when people say that I'm race baiting, I'm using the race card. Stop stirring up trouble. Racism would go away if you would just stop talking about it. No, it's not. No, it is not. And I got this smart ass um, when I did the podcast about uh, Trayvon Martin, some smart ass inboxed me saying that there was no white nationalism and I was just making shit up. Well, here you go. Tell that to the root. Um, tell tell these three men that were arrested for trying to start a race war down in Georgia. Tell them that I'm race baiting. Tell them I'm just using a race car. Tell them there's no white nationalism. Tell me now, tell me that I'm lying. Because it's, it's everywhere. It's all over America now. Okay, so there is a new virus. I know everyone is panicking about the coronavirus, but there is a new virus that was discovered in Brazil. And this virus is pretty damn scary. I don't know why mainstream media isn't talking about it. But um, I'm going to tell you why this virus is scary. Uh, first of all, the virus is called the Yara virus. Like I said, it was discovered in Brazil. But the reason why it's scary is because the virus's genes are 90% unidentifiable. Now, you might say, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. 
if it's 90% unidentifiable, according to Tech Times, by the way, not according to me, according to Tech Times, uh, their website. Um, if it's 90% unidentifiable, then how do you create a vaccine for this? See where I'm going? Because with the coronavirus, I believe in California, they were already beginning to create a vaccine at one of the universities and other places too. I don't want to, I believe in Ohio also, but with this virus, where do you start? If 90, if the, if the genes are 90% unidentifiable, then where do you start at creating a vaccine? And I just think it's strange that you have these viruses just popping up out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, at the same time. And what's crazier is that this is much closer to the U.S. than I was where well, the coronavirus is here now, according to news reports. It's already here now, but you would think that there would be more coverage of the Yara virus now um, that they're becoming so, I don't know, uh, aware of these viruses that are in the world. Um Tech Times, this article says, new virus, scientists find virus in Brazil. Is this worse than the coronavirus? Um, It says, the coronavirus has shown us what little we know about viruses. And while we are still trying to understand the coronavirus um, virus deeply, another type of virus called the Yara virus emerges from Brazil. The virus's genes are 90% unidentifiable which is why this is quite alarming for the rest of the world. If this specific virus has not been identified properly, how many more viruses out there would we have to deal with in the future? And that is a really, really, really good point. Um, The question is, where are these viruses actually coming from? Are they man-made? Are they is someone creating this and creating these viruses in a lab somewhere? I mean, you look and see what the coronavirus, the effect that it's having on the stock market, and it's become a political um, hot button issue. You know. Some of Republicans are accusing Democrats of using this, the coronavirus, at least they're accusing Democrats of using the coronavirus uh, outbreak against Trump. Democrats are using it against Republicans because Trump has turned it over to Pence and said it's on him now to find a solution. Everything turns into politics, right? But like I said before, what is the cause of all of this? Where is this really coming from? Where are these viruses really coming from? You know, they say, well, the what was the, the initial report was that it was the coronavirus came from bats. 
someone someone ate a bat and that's how it came about but you think about it people have been eating bats and rats and uh dogs and cats and hell even uh you know beef itself i mean you we had the mad cow disease at one point um There's always uh, diseases and viruses, but the difference is, is that you can catch these. Like normally what I eat don't make you shit, right? (laughs) That old saying go, what I eat don't make you shit and vice versa. So how did these diseases come about that all of a sudden, How how do they all of a sudden transfer from one person to the other? How do they become airborne? That's weird. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like, that's strange. Nobody's really, I, I haven't seen anyone at least asking that question. Like, what, where did, how did this happen? How do we get to a point where someone ate a bat, now they touch you, now you got the disease? Huh? Huh? That doesn't make much sense. So it sounds to me like this stuff is being created in a lab. I can't prove that. I'm not a scientist. But I just have a sneaky suspicion. Um, let me see. Yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm reading the article here. Um, they're kind of like breaking it down. I don't even know if I want to go into it. Um... Anyway, it's a bunch of scientific mumbo jumbo. Um, but it is uh, very, in my opinion, is very odd that you have this. Okay, if everyone's panicking about the coronavirus and there, it's a political hot button topic and. And everyone's, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? But then you have this Yara virus down in Brazil that is being said is worse than the coronavirus. The genes are 90% unidentifiable. And yet nobody's talking about it. And I go, what the hell? What in the hell? Is it because nobody's died from it? Because I don't know the death count. I don't know if how many people are sick, if anyone's died. I guess maybe that's the reason why no one's talking about it right now. Could it be that people have it and don't know it? Because like the article says, it's unidentifiable. They, they don't know the origins of it. Um, from what I read from the article... They really don't know how this virus came about. I'm talking about the Yara virus, not the coronavirus. The Yara virus. Y-A-R-A. This is, look. They said before, I, I heard all 2019, 2020 is going to be crazy. And if you look at how the year started, I believe it was early January either January 2nd, 3rd, somewhere around there, Trump went and hit Soleimani in in Iraq. 
the Iranian, uh, was it an Iranian general? He went and hit him. So we had that big scare that we was going to go to war with Iran. Then out of nowhere, the coronavirus hits. All this is happening during the uh, presidential uh, campaigns. This is going to be a crazy year. This virus here is only being reported by certain uh, news sources. Not, not. There's no coverage. You have to. When you literally have to go online and try to search, and there's very little coverage on it. And I'm curious as to why that is. You know, it makes no sense to me. But we could be dealing with two major outbreaks at the same time. And no one's even covering it. Amazing.